Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Michael Jordan episode of the Legionnaire Podcast. This is episode 23. I am one of your hosts, Callahan. And unfortunately, Will could not make it today. He is on his way back from Colorado, but he is not home yet. Last I talked to him, he was in Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. For those of you who are. NFL fans, you know, that's a, I can't even, I can't believe they named a city in Nebraska after Peyton Manning. And he goes Omaha when he's playing football and he's doing snap count, the hard count. I can't believe they would do such a thing. That's so crazy. The people of Nebraska must really like Peyton Manning. But yeah, anyways, yeah, Will's, uh, is coming back from Colorado. This dude, he's just like living the dream out there. I am... I don't know, so I'm at work the other day, the other day, I mean, yesterday, um, and I'm, I'm like, so I, I was running a seaweed cutter on Lake Mendota, and all of a sudden I get like a FaceTime call from him, I'm like, what's a FaceTime? So I answer it, and it's like really blurry, pixelated, and it's him on top of this mountain in Colorado, and he's like, Shouting like, I'm gonna tell him about and I'm like, Cool, awesome and then like it was poor connection then the call dropped. And I tried calling him back but it didn't work. But he's he's just living the he was living the dream out there this week. He said like he had a blast. Um he'll probably talk more about it when he gets on the podcast. Um he'll probably be around Sunday so we can record together. But yeah, no, he's living the dream out there. Um, on his way back, tried calling me. And he couldn't and the call dropped me, he called her dad and Dad talked to him for a while. Dad's a big hiker guy. He enjoys the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on this week. Um, there's a Bad Batch episode that dropped today, so I watched that. It was pretty good. I really enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, there's some Superman movie news, or I guess not movie project news. Um, I'll talk a little bit about that. Maybe not a whole lot. I don't know. Depending on how I'm feeling about it. Will's going to know more. He'll have more insights because he's more of a comic book guy than I am. Um, I'm a very much fair-weather comic book casual fan. Will's done a lot more like reading on everything. So, But yeah, do I tell you something? I think I'm getting old. I think I'm really starting to get old because as of late, I have been demolishing cans of LaCroix sparkling water. It's ridiculous because for the longest time ever since I was a kid, I would make fun of my brother. Will and I would make fun of our parents for drinking LaCroix sparkling water. Like most recently I was home for the 4th of July. My mom's drinking, my mom's drinking a LaCroix. We're out on the boat. She's drinking a LaCroix. She's like, do you guys want a LaCroix? And Will and I were both like, no, no, it's Gross, it's just spicy water. It's dumb. Why wouldn't I just drink regular water? She's like, alright, alright, you can try it if you want to. It's here. Don't don't count it out. It's like, alright. So then the next day, like we're out there and I'm like, oh I'm really thirsty. But I was like, didn't really want to drink. But like, you know, like you're really thirsty for water, but you don't want to drink water. 
just like, I don't really, I want to drink water, but I don't want to drink water right now. She's like, try LaCroix. So I grabbed one of the lemon LaCroix. Oh my God. It was like Fergie and Jesus decided to put out that one together. And I just, I drank that whole thing in about 20 seconds, followed by a 20 second burp because it's very carbonated. But I bought, I just bought a huge 15 pack of LaCroix like three days ago. And I, I think I'm almost out. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's bad because LaCroix is expensive and money's kind of short right now because I had to buy a new computer. Um, but yeah, I've been pounding LaCroix and I don't know, Will's going to make fun of me when we talk about it again. He's going to be like, how, do you, how can you do this? You're turning into mom and dad. I have a theory about it. This, is, this, might, this podcast might just be me just rambling about thoughts. I'll talk about Bad Batch at some point. I do, I'm like, sis. I really enjoyed last podcast with Riley because like, it's so hard podcasting alone. It's not that fun, but we make do. We, we, we make do for the listeners. Um, what was I talking about? LaCroix? Something? I don't know. Let's talk about Bad Batch. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll ramble about something later if I remember what I was about to ramble about. Um, Bad Batch episode this week. Um, another good, decent one. Nothing to rant and rave about. Um... So my breakdown of this might be a little bit shorter, but since because we're, so we're coming close to the end of the season, we're coming close to the end of the season here. So I I don't really know where they're gonna go. I don't even know how many episodes are left. Will and I, Will seems to think it's fourteen. Google told me fifteen, but I heard other people saying sixteen or eighteen. I don't know who who actually knows. I mean, Dave Filoni, kind of holler at your boy and tell me what uh tell me tell me how many episodes are in that season. It'd be pretty great, but. Um, yeah, this was a really, it was a fun episode, um, because, so, like, the Bad Batch are back on Ord Mantel. I love that Ord Mantel is, like, the hub for, um, the Bad Batch this season, because, like, it's just, like, the one-off reference planet from Empire Strikes Back. It's like, you know, the bounty hunter in Ord Mantel changed my mind when laying, I, I gotta give people more context in this, because people are gonna be like, what are you, casual Star Wars fans, like, what are you talking about? So, and... Ford Mantel's was first referenced in Empire Strikes Back when um, Han and Leia are on Echo Base and they are having their sexually tensioned arguments all the time until they kiss, even after the kiss. It's just like it's so hot and heavy between them. You can cut it with a dull knife. It's, that's how heavy it is. Um, so they're on, they're on Hoth and they're arguing in a hallway and Han's like, I need to leave. And she's like, why are you leaving? He's like, well, the bounty hunter and Ord Mantell changed my mind. And ever since then, he's like, oh my god, Ord Mantell, that's such, that sounds like such a cool planet. I've never, like, I've never, like, you think about it, oh, Ord Mantell, cool. So I love how, like, that's, like, the, the hub of the season, pretty much, because, like, this is where the, this is where the Bad Batch are basing their operations out of, because they're getting their work from Sid. And funny enough, um, Sid is overthrown and thrown on by, um, this local warlord dude, I don't know his name. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I watched it this morning. Um, I've been busy today and stuff like that. But um, So this guy, this guy's working for the Pikes. And I don't know if Will's talked about this, but Will is like, like the way I go crazy for Trandoshans, Will goes crazy for the Pikes. The Pikes are like a crime syndicate on Obadiah, on their homeworld home of Obadiah. Um... So there's like this local branch. 
out here on Ord Mantel now, and they have a shipment of spice that this new local dude stole from Sid. And Sid's like, we got to get it back. So they hatched this plan to break back into Sid's bar. Um, and what I love about this is, like, Sid's like, I need help. And the and Hunter and the other bad batch guys are like, no. And Omega's like, we need to help him. Omega is just so pure. She wants to help everyone. Like, Hera's like, we need help. And Omega's like, oh, we need to help her right now. And... It's it's phenomenal. I love I love Omega. The more like the more I see Omega, the more she's like just climbing my list on like a favorite Star Wars character. Still, I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars characters. She's not like encroaching on my like, top ten right now, but I don't know. If you keep this up with her, and she appears in other stuff like Book of Boba Fett. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. That's a theory. That's another theory. That's a story for another time. But um, yeah. So. Um, they're, they're going to break into Sid's bar and they have to go in this underground mine shaft thing and ride on these mine cars. It reminded me of Thomas the Tank Engine because I don't know if anybody ever watched Thomas the Tank Engine when they were a kid. I did. I thought it was the shit. Um, there's like these like rail cars where you have to like, you know, pump like the, you, they're like the levers that go up and down and like the two guys will move the car and that's how they move. So that's how the Bad Batch had to move and I thought it was super funny. I was like, I've always wanted to be, be on one of those like train cars that's like pumping it up and down, just moving it by your, like just your own manpower. Just like get a buddy and just go rip around on the train tracks and have fun. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be too, I don't know, I don't know if I can do that. I feel like I get, I feel like I get hurt. It's like all of a sudden, like a train comes around the corner, and you and your pal are just having the time of your life. Woohoo! And this was like, uh oh, there's a train. We gotta get off of this. Regardless, God, this is just stream of consciousness, Cal. Welcome to, welcome to madness. Um, oh my God, I could be the new Doctor Strange, Callahan in the Multiverse of Madness. Anyways, good God, um, I can't wait for Will to come back. <laughs> um, anyways, so the Bad Batch are like on these rail cars, they're, and then they go, they're going over this hive. And, and like it's like a spidery web hive and sits like you need to be quiet over the hive and they're like what are you talking about like, just be quiet and like you hear like all of this like, clicking and noise i thought it was geonosians immediately because like the, the clicking and the noises sounded just like geonosians like, oh my god geonosians are here that's so cool because i love pago lesser like will and i have our favorite separatist leaders and will loves Watt Tambor and i go crazy for pago the lesser pago the lesser people don't understand that name I don't really understand why he's called the lesser because I think he's pretty cool. But like, I don't know. I'll have to do some research on it and I'll let you like I'll let you guys know sometime. Um, and so they're going over this hive and you hear them clicking and stuff and they make it pass. I'm like, oh god, this is totally not going to pan out later. Um, so they break into Sid's bar because they use the two homies from Sid's bar or whatever to um. To like distract the guys, to distract the main dudes and all the uh, the bad guys in the, the bar. So they break into the bar and they steal the spice out of the bar and they go back down into the tunnel on the trail train cars. Obviously, like they're not gonna get out of there scot free. They got the dudes come back. Like, Where's the spice? And then they look down like, oh my gosh, we have to chase them. So then they're chasing it and they get to the hive and there's all this blaster fire from the bad guys. And all of a sudden, like. This, all of these insects just erupt up out of time. They're not genealogies. I forget what they're called. Tech says it at one point, and I cannot remember off the top of my head. But it was gross. Just like, oh, bugs everywhere. And, oh, I was like, oh my god. Like, I'm like, oh my god. If I, was, if I was there in person, I'd be like, this is, this is terrible. This needs to stop. Um, but 
yeah, they get out, they have the spice, and Sid is like arguing with um the the homies who were distracting um the the bad guys in the bar eventually get caught, obviously. And they rat out Sid and the Bad Batch. So the the bad dudes I forget what this guy's name is. I need to look this up right now because right now I feel like I'm very lackluster podcast host for not knowing this guy's name. Um so let's look this up. Bad Batch episode thirteen. Okay. But yeah, um Yada yada yada. So yeah, it's called Infested, which is like ugh, I just think of freaking bugs. Um uh Roland Duran. Such a cool bad guy. I feel like that's such a crime lord name to have. Roland Duran. Yeah, he's the he's the bad guy around these parts. He's running a local crime gang. Roland Duran. He does not sound like that. He's not sounds something at all. Um but yeah, so Roland Duran finds them, er, and he's he's telling him he's like, well, I he's like, you need because they I forget this part. They dropped the spice getting out of Sid's bar when they're going over the hive because all the bugs were on them. Like, oh my god, this is terrible! So not, like all of the spice crates fell into this hive. And he's like, well, listen, the pikes are not someone to screw around with, so we need to get this spice back. We need to work together here. I know we don't like each other, but otherwise the pikes are going to kill all of us. So, of course, the Bad Batch have to go back in. And um, i just like to say that the Marauder, the Bad Batch's ship, is like one of my... It's like fast on the fast track to becoming one of my favorite ships because it is such a cool design. It looks like a... It's like a freighter, but it's like... I don't, it's like just the shots of it like flying over the landscapes of Warden Hotel. It's just so beautiful. I like... I say every single week how much I love the visual effects of this show. It never ceases to amaze me how beautiful it is because like... If you started watching the Clone Wars when it came out, because I was, Will and I were like original Clone Wars fans. I was in fourth grade when that came out. Season one, I remember watching because I was asking a kid in my class, because I was trying to be nice to him, try to be friends with him. I was like, hey, are you going to watch the Clone Wars this week? And then he was trying to be cool and said, oh, you're a nerd for watching. And I was like, okay, I guess we're not going to be friends. Um, I remember that. It was fourth grade. Those graphics, what I thought at the time were phenomenal, and they were. I go back and watch them, and I'm like, this looks like a really garbage video game. So it just, it floors me to this day. Like you see like the, I see like the shots of the Marauder flying over the cityscape and like the landscape of uh, Ord Mantel. And I'm like, God, this is just phenomenal. I love the Marauder. It's gorgeous. Anyway, so they get over, so like they, instead of like going the underground route to the hive, they like fly over the top. And while they're flying there, Tech's like, oh, I figured out what these insectoids are. And they don't react well to light. So they have like these flashlights. So you can try to scare them. Rinky-dink flashlights aren't really going to do a whole lot to something swarming around you. But, excuse me, LaCroix, God, I hope I don't burp right now. It'll be okay. Focus, focus. Oh, that was close. Um, God, I'm, I'm becoming a LaCroix addict. I'm going to have to go to LaCroix Addicts Anonymous. Um, anyways, so they fly over the, the top of the hive from the above the city or above the landscape and they have wrecker and sid going down on these cables i did i wrecker is just like he did not like his comedy didn't land for will or i in an initially when they first showed up in the clone wars season seven but dude he is so he's like oh, i don't like heights i don't like heights and they're like lowering him down 
he and Sid get down there, obviously. They pick up the stuff. They pick up the spice. And I don't remember how this happens. Kind of horrible. I'm exhausted. It's been a long week. Um, so, anyways, it all goes wrong at, right near the end. Um, because I think Wrecker drops something. He's like, maybe they didn't hear that. It's like, she's like, they definitely didn't. All the bugs come up again, and they finally get out, and Tech drops this, like, big flashbang thing down there, and it blinds all the bugs. But they get out of there. They get back. Obviously, they get back, and then they, um, they return the spice. And they return the spice to the pikes, and the pikes are like, all right, we're even, yada, yada, yada. They almost beheaded Roland Duran, which is, I was like, holy smokes, this is about to get real dark, but. They just cut one of his horns off. He, uh, Roland Duran looked a lot like one of the, the devil-looking dude from Mandalorian. I forget his name. He's the big dude. Um, and then the same creature, or the same species as that in uh, the Cantina in A New Hope. But yeah, um, it was a good episode overall. It was one of, like, it's it's an average run-of-the-mill Clone Wars episode. Just like something, you know, I don't see, like, it's... I say it's like a mid-season episode, but like I don't know how many episodes there is, and like I think we're coming near the end, so I feel like in the next episode or two, it's gonna pick up quite a bit. Um, allegedly, next week epi- next week's episode is called War Mantle, and for those who have seen Rogue One, Star Wars story, War Mantle is one of the projects um, held on Scarif. So we might be seeing Scarif. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe the Bad Batch will be just contracted to go do something and they'll find out they're fighting something on Project War Mantle. Who knows? I'm excited for that. Um, I hope it's called War Mantle. That'd be pretty sick. Because um, the War Mantle is uh, I mean Mantle. It's probably got something to do with the shell of the Death Star. Mantle of the Earth. Exterior of the Earth. Geology. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I think if it's we go Death Star... If they, if it's War Mantle and it's like it's like doing something fighting the Death Star, or doing something about the Death Star, I really think we're gonna see Vader. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna see Vader this season. I said that last week. I don't know if we'll see Vader. Tarkin might show up again. I think if there's like a list of like likelihood of characters to show up, I think we have Tarkin at t- the top. I feel like we'll see Tarkin again at some point. Vader's below him. Um, I I think. I'm giving Vader 50-50 right now. I think it's going back up again. I don't know. And then I think Director Krennic's on that list as well. He might show, he might be higher on that list. I don't know. He's just, I haven't figured really thought about the odds of, of Krennic showing up. Krennic might show up. That'd be really awesome. Um, I don't think there's been no leak thing of like Ben Mendelsohn doing voice acting or anything. But we'll see. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. I love the Bad Batch. I think this is gonna this has got to be more than one season show. Unless they kill them all off, which would be kind of a bummer. Um, I feel like, because, like, this is, like, Star Wars' new, like, animated show. Because there's always, like, a decent, like, running... There's always, every time I feel like Star Wars, like, starts up again, like, there's always an animated show running. Like, when it first... Like, when Disney first bought Star Wars and they started pumping out content, they put out, um, Rebels. They discontinued Clonos. I digress. Um, but, yeah, I think this, this show will go for multiple seasons. Maybe not. I don't know. I hope the Bad Batch don't die. I think they will though, just because it's kind of it's going to be kind of hard to justify. It's like where do these guys go? Where are they in the original trilogy? Where are they? They might be. I mean, like okay, to be fair, they could be off doing like they could be like a rebellion 
special forces command or like a special force a, a republic blah, 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 blah. this is so hard they, they could be like a rebellion special forces group where they're off doing stuff during the events of the main trilogy whenever we see the people i can sure i can suspend my disbelief for that if it makes sense for the story keep them alive if not and they have to die they have to die um, I don't know what they're going to do with Omega. I don't think they're going to kill a kid off. If they do, that'd be super dark. That'd be, like, really, really dark. Like, Revenge of the Sith kind of dark. But that was, that was a movie. Eh, was, I don't Omega. If Omega's going to die, it's got to be a, it's got to be for a real big reason. I can't think of any reason off the top of my head. I think if anybody's going to die, it's probably going to be Hunter. Because it's going to push Omega to, to, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. There's just something about like that father daughter dynamic with the two of them. I could see Hunter dying. It would be such a bummer. I'd be crying. I'd be crying in the club. And by the club, I mean my desk. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think Omega. See, because if Omega stays alive, there's a definite. I even talked about Boba Fett showing up. I definitely think Boba Fett's gonna have to show up in the show when he finds out there's another clone just like him because he's the alpha clone of. Jango Fett in Omega is the last clone. Well, not the last clone, but like the last pure genetic clone of Jango Fett. Maybe there are other ones. I doubt it. I feel like she's just the only other one. Um, we haven't seen the Cam and Owens in a while. I feel like they're going to show up at some point. Crosshair going to show up at some point, too. See, I don't I don't think we're going to see Vader, and I don't think we're going to see Boba Fett, just based on the fact that Crosshair still had Like, Crosshair is the main... I feel like he's the main antagonist of the season. Vader will come in next season. Boba Fett will show up next season. I mean, yeah, I feel like Boba Fett's just, he's got a habit of showing up season two of stuff he's in. Um, like in the Mandalorian. Yeah, but if Omega stays alive, she could definitely show up in Book of Boba Fett because it sounds like Book of Boba Fett is an anthology series. It like tells stories back in the original trilogy. After the uh, original trilogy, like in the time frame where he takes over Jabba's palace. So, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. It's a cold, cold world. But um, let me talk a little bit about this. Yeah, I don't know. Excited for Bad Batch. Next week will be fire. Will will be back. We can talk about it again. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about this Superman news. Um, I just saw this pop up today. I was perusing the interweb, looking at stuff. Bored. Um, so there was talk for a while of Michael B. Jordan or well, J.J. Abrams doing a super or Superman movie and it star a black. Kal-El, or Clark Kal-El is Superman's Kryptonian name. Um, and Clark Kent is his Earth name, obviously. So There was rumors that he was going to star, or that J.J. Abrams was going to make a, um, a Superman movie, and Clark Kent was going to be black. And they're trying to get uh, Michael B. Jordan to star in that role. And again, Michael B. Jordan kind of shot down this one. He's like, oh, I didn't really know about that. So, J.J. Abrams is still going ahead with this. I don't know about that, but that's not what this is about. So, Michael B. Jordan is officially developing an HBO Max, or superhero. Michael B. Jordan is officially developing an HBO Max project about uh, Val Zod Superman. And I didn't know who Val Zod was right away. Will, pro- Will probably did right away, but I don't know if he knows about this. He's still in the car. Drive through Omaha. Um... Val Zod is their Superman on Earth 2. For those who don't know what Earth 2, like, 
Earth One, say like we're living and like I would like to consider that we live on Earth One. Maybe we don't live on Earth One. We are the center of our universe right now. So let's just say the Earth we are living on is Earth One. The multi in the multiverse of things, there is an Earth Two. Obviously, somewhere out there, there's an Earth Two. So this is in the multiverse in DC on Earth Two. Val Zod is Superman. And Val Zod is a black. He's black. So they're developing an HBO Max project. Michael B. Jordan is officially developing that. Um, I love it because I, Will and I bang this drum like no other. We need more superheroes, um, like black superheroes or uh, representing minorities, people of color. I don't know proper terminology. I hope I, I, hope I did it right. I hope I didn't say something wrong. But um, just because like there are plenty of other people on Earth who are not white people that need to be starring in their own superhero movies so people can identify with them. Um, a lot of people were complaining about the black Kal-El. Um, I don't really care. I don't know enough. Like, I mean, like, I feel like, oh, cool, Kal-El's black. Like, whatever. It's, it's a story. It's, it's a comic book. But I was reading something about how, like, oh, what, what it was, um, there's a term for this. Oh, I, I don't remember enough time. I had it read it earlier today when I was pulling this news article. Um, oh, I think it's not white. Not, it's not the whitewashing character because it's making them black. But, like, taking a white character making it black and like discarding current like black super black characters from the universe so like someone was arguing i was reading online it's like instead of making the popular character black and discarding the other character so like in dc comics canon kal-el is white and valzad is black but people are arguing why would you make kal-el black and ignore valzad who already has a backstory in the dcu when you could just use valzad and then I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense too. I don't, re- I didn't really think about that. Um, I mean, regardless, Black Superman, I'm, I'm cool with it. I don't really care who it is, but some people have stronger opinions than me. I don't. I'm, I'm just an aerospace engineer student. I'm not a, I'm not a well versed and as an expert on equality and stuff like that. I just, I want everybody to be happy and feel loved. That's all I want. But um, yeah. So Valzad, sweet. Kal-El, Black kal I mean, whatever. Um, cool with that. Um, there's something that there's something was going on with this. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited that we're getting a, like more uh, representation in superhero movies. Like, obviously, if, uh, Black Panther 2 coming out soon. Um, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings coming out very soon. Um, Black Superman. Because, like, People of all, like, it was easy for me growing up as a kid seeing, like, in Star Wars and in superhero movies because, like, all of them were white. So when I was a kid, I was like, I can identify with that person. But, like, black kids growing up, they can't really, I mean, like, sure, they can, they can identify with the, the themes of people, like, the morale, like, what drives them. But, like, it's different when you're a kid because, like, you really need to, like, see stuff. Like, you want to, like, see, like, I can see myself in that person. Like, when you're older, like, Oh, I can I, like you can think about it more mentally. Like, oh, I can identify with what they're, what they're going through. But like, think about when you're a little kid. You like see someone that kind of looks like you. Like, oh my God, I can be that person. Like, I want to be. So like, I think that's really important that we're having that today's um forever for everybody. I mean, it's comic books and superheroes, and it's for everybody. It doesn't doesn't matter who you are. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Will, Will and I will probably talk about that a little bit. He might have thoughts about it. He might not. He's probably on the same page. And it's like sweet. Um, but yeah, um, I don't really have a whole lot else to talk about. 
I don't really want to sit around here and ramble into the microphone and drive down our listenership anymore. But um, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, please share with someone that you also think would enjoy the show. Um, I can promise the quality will go up once Will comes back. And it's not just me. Um, I actually really enjoy If you haven't listened to our last episode with me and my friend Riley talking about the future of the MCU, please go listen to that. That was one of my favorite ones we've recorded. Um, this is a very good episode. We talked for a long time. We talked about Loki. We talked about MCU, stuff like that. We talked about Free Will at one point. It was awesome. That was a really fun episode to record. Um, I couldn't get anybody on today just because I wanted to quick record this because I got a quick workout and then I got to go hang out with some people. Actually, I'm going to go hang out with Riley because he leaves and he's going to grad school. Um, so I'm going to go hang out with him tonight. Um, but yeah, um, if you liked, if you want to see something on the show, um, shoot us an email, um, at legionairepodcast at gmail.com, or you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. I run our Instagram account mainly, um, because Will mainly does like audio and stuff. So I picked up the social media side of it. He does TikTok because I don't, I don't have TikTok because I don't like TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you can shoot us a DM. Uh, at Legionnaire Pod on Instagram or shoot us an email at legionairepodcast at gmail.com. Legionnaire spelled L-E-G-I-O-N-N-A-I-R-E. Um, I have finished my um, Star Wars project that I would pitch, so I hope Will is done with his, so when he comes back, we can do that for our first uh, episode back together. Um, I know Michael asked us that about that one a long time ago. It feels like, I mean, like we're going to have but he asked about it a long time ago and I've been working on it. I think I finished mine. It's nothing crazy, but I think I put together a pretty good uh, story pitch for that. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it if you guys are listening. It's, I know it's hard to listen to me talk and ramble and lose my train of thought every 20 seconds like Dory from Finding Nemo, but I really do appreciate it. Um, keep listening. We got really cool stuff in the pipeline. I think we're going to do some watch-alongs for the Star Wars movies and post them. Um, on Spotify, and hopefully we can put it on our YouTube page too. Shout out Caleb for doing that. We'll be sending you the video stuff. But yeah, we got some cool stuff planned. Um, I'm going to try to reach out to some more high-profile guests and try to get them on here. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. We are Legion.